Welcome to this inspiring message brought to you by Kingsword Media Outreach, a part of Kingsword Ministries International. We hope this teaching inspires you and transforms you into all that God has destined you to be. Please stay tuned for more information about Kingsword Ministries International following this message. May God bless you as you listen. matter so I'm releasing I'm releasing my outer jackets you know I came this morning naturally I should be tired because I only slept for three hours uh, I had to drive from Toronto to Buffalo yesterday night because we couldn't get an early flight to come to Chicago early, early enough for us to make the service so we drove so we got to Buffalo maybe sometimes to one or thereabouts I couldn't sleep on the three and by five I was up and you know so naturally I should be tired I came this morning fired up. Fired up because of my passion for this generation. Ladies and gentlemen, we are at a time that we need to do something. Now, what I sense in my spirit is that God wants to do something to heal this generation so that we can heal our nation. And ladies and gentlemen, I've been opportunity to travel to different parts of the world. And I've come to realize that the move of God is at the least level in the West. Europe and North America. If there's any such thing as cold region of the body of Christ, <laughs> that's us. And what we're going to be dealing with today is a major factor where this coldness is concerned. And as I was reflecting on it, this scripture came up in my spirit. Deuteronomy chapter 8 verse 18. Open your Bible to the book of Deuteronomy. It's in the Old Testament, by the way. Because that's one of the things we have to deal with in this generation. You know, we growing up, we knew all the books of the Bible before we got saved. I don't know what I'm talking about. So getting saved was easy to, when somebody is talking about Joseph and, you know, Joseph and his brothers, it made sense. But these days you can assume, you can't just say David who came in contact with Goliath. You know, they were like, who's David, who's Goliath? No, I'm serious. Because when I was going to school, it was compulsory to be taught the Bible. Come on. You don't have to be saved to know David, Goliath, Saul, Samuel. You know, which one again? Paul and a bunch of them. And by the time I became a teenager, it was easy to embrace the gospel. But we, now listen, most of the kids out there have never been to church because their parents disconnected from God. And this nation literally drew our strength from the foundation of God. The innovations, the creativity, the excellence, the spirit of leadership, the compassion that this nation has distributed, has demonstrated over the years is a function of the, the godly foundation that this nation was built upon. 
Who might talk against America in different places, but there's never been a world power that contributed to the development of the rest of the world like this nation ever since the history of the world. But ladies and gentlemen, before we become a generation that talks about the past, we got to do something about our values to preserve our future. This nation was founded by people that honored God. God was clearly written over their hearts. They were not ashamed to identify with God. The constitution was based on the scriptures. They literally honored God in the founding of this nation. In fact, the, the motivation for coming together to start this nation was based on the fact that they wanted an opportunity to, 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 to be able to express their worship to God without any constraint or control. They were tired of the control in, in, in Europe and I was like, let's, let's, let's form a nation, a different nation. A nation under God. Can you see that? Under God. Under God. But now we're dealing with a generation that has literally lost our mind. A generation that is debating things that should not be debated. And now preachers are getting afraid that when they talk about same-sex marriage, they can get locked up. Are we not insane? Things that should not... Now our senses are becoming vast now because now we have rejected the knowledge of God. What used to be a thing of shame has now become a thing of pride in our generation. There was a generation that for a young girl, your pride is to be able to say, or for a young woman, your pride is to be able to say, I've never been intimate with a man until I got married. But we're living at a time that now they taunt young girls that have never seen a man. So you've not been, been, never been with a man? Boy, wow. So people that have never been intimate with men now, talking about young ladies, uh, they, they, they can't even tell their friends. Don't you think something is wrong? Now we have nine-year-old, ten-year-old getting into sex and talking about it. Contraceptives being distributed in our school. Don't you think that is... Ladies and gentlemen, there is a problem in this generation and we cannot keep on deceiving ourselves. You better know God before you enter any hotel room these days. Because there are a bunch of things around you to just lure you into sin. Adult movies all over the place. Drive across the country. Even small, those small, small towns, you'll be amazed. The last time we drove through Missouri, small, small towns. It seems the driving industry there was adult movies. Some of you that drive around, you might have seen it. Boldly. In fact, it's competition. Ten pregnancy. 
drugs, lack of respect for human life, nine-year-old with a gun, 12-year-old with a gun. All manner of crazy things going on in our world. Look at where we are. Just last week, a man with wild animals in Ohio just woke up one day and he said, you know what? I'm going to kill myself, but before I kill myself, I'll teach these people a lesson. Let loose all the wild animals. Now, it's one thing to want to kill yourself. I mean, boy, do you have to suffer the rest of the world? You know, our world has become that insane. The wrong has become right. And the right has become unpopular. What are we doing? And there is a fundamental problem that is messing up the West. United States, Canada, and the Western Europe. And that, that foundational issue has to do with honor. And people in the house of God that should be schooled and tutored and developed and matured in honor are not left out of this. In fact, we are as worse as the world. Divorce rate in the church is higher than the world. Although somebody explained it. He said, no, 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 we're not that bad. I said, what's the explanation? He says, because the world, they don't even marry. <laughs> you don't get it. He said, most of the time, they don't marry. So that's why I'm like, okay, you have a point, but still. You don't get it. He said, you know, in the world, you can, can have a woman, have four babies for you, and you're just living together. You are not married. He said, that's why it seems the church has a, 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 a worse statistics. But still... Still, there's still a problem. I'm not very agree with me that we have a major problem before us that we need to deal with. We need to deal with. Those of you that have children, you might understand what I'm talking about. When you want to compare the world you live in and the world that is going on presently. You know, there are things that you don't even have to tell your child growing up. The society we teach. Your child is scared to misbehave in the neighborhood. Because there are elders around that will not ask for your permission to discipline him. I'm not sure what I'm talking about. And your child dare not go back home and talk about the discipline. Because he knows it will go to another level. But we've come to a point now that the concept of elders does not even exist in our world. I'm not sure what I'm talking about. It does not exist. So I said, oh yeah, it never existed in the culture of America. It's a lie. It used to be. We became civilized at the expense of our sanity. We became modernized at the expense of sound culture based on God. Our innovations and creativity have now become useless. Now we have a problem that we can solve. And everybody is wondering who's going to fix it, Republican or the Democrat. Ladies and gentlemen, be not deceived. Obama is not your problem. All the people that are campaigning all over the place, they're just lying to you. None of them has a clue. There's something about the foundation that needs to be readdressed. Deuteronomy chapter 8. Deuteronomy chapter 8.
So Obama is not the problem. Stop blaming the young man. It's not the problem. Himself is confused. No, that's the truth. I love him. But he needs prayer. I don't know if you agree with me that Obama needs prayer. He needs prayer. He's been pulled on every side. Your homosexuals are pulling him. You are pulling him. And he's trying to please everybody. Election year is around the corner. Sign some crazy laws into order. I mean, into motion. Boy needs help. Don't you see, he's aging quick. Yeah, yeah it's, a, it's, a, it's an appropriate comment. Now, listen to this. In Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 1, the Bible says, Every commandment which I command you today, you must be careful to observe that you believe and multiply. Somebody said, Life and multiplication must go hand in hand. Oh, come on, Shari said, Life and increase must go hand in hand. So if you had the air this morning and you don't anticipate increase, we should pray for you. God says, Leave and what? Not even be added to. Multiply. Now go on. He said, Go in and possess the land of which the Lord swore to your fathers. And in verse 2, it says, You shall remember the Lord your God. You shall remember the Lord. Your God. You shall. That's, that's the secret of your progress. You shall remember. Oh my God. A lot of us have stopped keeping it in our memory. You know, you know, I really worked out for days. I went to Yale. I don't know what Yale did with me today. I went to Yale. Where did you go to again? to Harvard, you know. I've got the best degree, you know. I really worked hard. You know. University of Chicago, I have my MBA there, you know. Not just from any university. No, the university is in anything, you know. He said, you shall remember. If you become anything good, it's because of him. And when I'm talking about remembrance this morning, I'm not just talking about just having him lightly on your mind. I'm talking about having him so strong on your mind, coming to a point that you know, if not for him, you are nothing. You will not amount to anything. It's everything. This morning we're talking about kingdom code. And our focus is honor. And I've come to realize that if you honor someone, that person occupies a major part of your mind. In fact, one of the definitions of the word honor means to, to consider or, or to, 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 to see someone as weighty. He's not a light person. He, he, oh, yeah. Some of you, if certain names are mentioned anyhow around you, 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 you are bought in your shirts. You want to fight. True or false? Come on, talk to me. For some people, it's their mama. Oh, no, 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 no. Don't, don't touch my mama. I'll beat you. Father, I'll finish you. you. You know what? Now, why are you like that? Because you, you even their wife, if their wife talks, I love you, but not to that level. You know what? In this house, my mama, then you. 
like a man was telling me a few years ago, I will never forget. I sat in the sitting room of this man. He's supposed to be an elderly man. Listen, and gentlemen, age is not proportional to wisdom. You can be a matured fool. You know, this man was telling me, he was sitting, the wife was sitting, and he said, Pastor, when I married her, I told her, you will never be number one in my life. You come after my mother. So he said, where did it happen? Southside Chicago, not far. And I'm like, I'm like, after over 30 years of marriage, how dare you dishonor your wife like that? How dare you? How dare you? And you know, the, the sad thing is, the woman has gotten used to the dishonor. She just smiled. So I told her, I told her, no, 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 sorry, she doesn't come next. He said, my mama, then my children, then you. <laughs> I'm like, what? I thought age is supposed to flow with wisdom. Now, this one is inversely proportional to wisdom. This man is the greatest fool of his generation. Your wife comes after your children. You didn't marry a wife. You married a slave. So you, you can imagine how such a person places his wife. It's just, you know, I shared something with the, with the people that were in church in the first service. I said, you know, like somebody was telling me in Toronto how, you know, they were at a wedding, you know, and, you know, they, the, the MC, maybe the MC was talking and he said, you know, you know, beside every successful man, there is a successful woman. And the chairman of the wedding jumped up. He said, no. In my case, no. He said, ask her. I was successful before I married her. Just embarrassed his wife. Openly. He's wanting to embarrass your wife in your bedroom. Come out. They were not even asking him the question. The MC was just making a statement, you know, beside, and the man jumped up. He said, no. He said, I've always been successful. Before I met her, I was successful. He was trying to say, the same way I got the house, the same way I got the car, I got her. She's an asset. And she can be disposed. That's what she was, he was saying in essence. You can say such a person has no regard. And, and that's, a, that's what honor is all about. Regard, esteem. And that's what we need to restore back to our generation. Esteem. Listen, and gentlemen, don't just let your kids do anything and get away with it. We have enough stupidity in our world. Don't increase the intensity. Arrest it. Start from your family. No. There's too much foolishness in the world. No, we will not contribute to the foolishness of the world. In this house, you will act honorably. You will regard people. You will respect people. You will esteem people. You will have values. One of the reasons why marriages are breaking apart is because a bunch of people are coming together without values. No esteem, no respect, no regard. No perseverance. They can't stand anything. You know what? I've had enough. What have you had? You've had nothing. Where were the days? Where are the days when a young woman that will say, "You know what? You are a growing young woman, and you must know how to cook." 
Yes. Some of you are praying I will never touch that part. Yeah, it's a dangerous thing to raise a young woman that does not know how to cook. Do you agree with me? Yeah. But I know how to cook, all of you. One of the can't join HOP if you don't know how to cook. What about hospitality? Courtesy. Nice, simple courtesy. Open your mouth and greet. Greet. Somebody say greet. Shower is a greet. Good morning, good evening. How are you doing? From your heart. And just walking past people with your nasty attitude all over the place. How are you doing? Uh, come on. And you know, this is not a cultural thing. I'm not, I'm not preaching Asian culture. I'm not preaching African culture. I'm preaching kingdom culture. The Bible says, is it, is it be careful to entertain strangers? That's the scripture talking. We are nice people. The Bible gives us the story of the, of the good Samaritan. Who saw somebody. When was the last time you saw somebody that, that needed help on the road? And you know, you actually stopped. I'm not asking you to stop all the time. But there are some times you can really stop. And there's sometimes the spirit of God is actually asking you to stop. Park your car. Walk up to the lady. Can I help you? Without any funny motive. You know. <laughs> Not that you are consciously sowing a seed, you know, <laughs> to reap in the future. No, no, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about just nice people. Nice people. Nice. Honorable. 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 Honor. Just treat people with respect. You know, treat your boss with respect. Do you know, talking at the back of your boss is disrespectful, is the wrong seed. If you are ever planning to have a company of your own, you are putting the wrong seed in the ground, it will never happen until you change the attitude. Cheating on your boss, you are given something to do, and the moment your boss turns around, the Bible talks about not with eye service, doing things from the heart. Ephesians chapter 6 is part of our honor system. We are honorable people. Let's restore honor. I'm tired of Christians by title. Honor. Honor. Is a major kingdom code for the kingdom of God to unlock over your destiny, for the benefits of the kingdom to overwhelm you. You must be honorable. Turn to your neighbor and say, Be honorable. Come on, Shari, say, Be honorable. Be honorable. Be honorable. You're wondering, no guys, no, 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 no girl, no decent girl is interested in you. You are not honorable. You talk anyhow. I'm serious. Girls, you know, I'm talking about people like that. All of a sudden, I like you. Like me. Like you have disrespected me since I met you. Now you like me. You know, I'm not like that. Guys know how to talk. Talk. Be decent. Be nice. There are a lot of decent ladies. They are not looking for your money. They are not looking for anything. They just want somebody that will treat them nice. Not somebody that is treating them nice because of what he wants to do. But somebody that is treating them nice from the heart. You're wondering, you move from A to B and C and D and everybody saying, no, 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 no. Your fame has gone abroad. 
You are not honorable. Honorable. It's time to raise honorables here. Men and women of honor. It should not be confined to your TV set. You know, Hollywood. Oh, wow. Oh, look at that. It's so honorable. No, we should see it. Real life. In your life. Honor. Honor your father and your mother that it may be well with you. I have a bunch of scriptures on honor this morning, but I just want to talk to you from my heart. Let's be people of honor. For God's sake. Let's train ourselves to be honorable. Let's raise our family to be honorable. Honor is so important. It's so important. If you don't get it, Oh my God, you suffer. Any man that's trying to sleep with you without a marriage certificate is about to dishonor you. Am I preaching good this morning? But he loves me. No, he does not love you. If he loves you, he will wait. Shall I remember if I'm preaching right? But I want to keep him. No, you can't keep him. In fact, you will lose him. Because the moment, you know, men are hunters. Once they catch the deer, boy, they're looking for the next deer. Oh, no. 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 Wow. Help us, Lord. I said, help us, Lord. I said, help us, Lord. You know, I don't go to mall often again. When I used to go to Honor or to, to mall those days, you know, those days, don't ask my wife because she will, she will expose me. Like, was he really going to mall a lot? But those times when I used to go to her, we used to see some things. Those, you know what I'm talking about? No, she's in agreement. You didn't see it. I saw it. Now, little kids, and I believe you've seen her at the mall before. Come here, Johnny. No! Johnny, come here. No! Johnny. And the mother will smile. Okay, Johnny. Okay, Johnny. It's not okay. Come on, talk to me. I say, I'm not if you agree with me, it's not okay. There's something called non-verbal communication. My mother was in the first service, so I couldn't talk about this. Now she's not around. Let me talk about it. <laughs> All you need to do, you know those days? Just look at you. And you get the message. And you start crying on the spot. <laughs> and people are wondering, why are you crying? Just. <laughs> you, eh, eh, I like. Why are you crying? And she will act like nothing happened. <laughs> but the communication was clear. If I call you twice. I'm not if you agree with me, we need to restore those days. Come on, come on. It's not old school. Some of you, you are doctors today, you are pharmacists today, you are nurses today. You will not have become those things if there was nobody like that in your life. The reason why people are dropping out anyhow is because there's nobody they have reverence for again. No, but no accountability. 
I remember I was with, a, with, with my barber in, in Romeoville several years ago. Oh, crashed you, crashed you. And I saw a picture. I said, is that your daughter? I said, yes. Who is that? He said, the husband. He said, but I'm yet. He said, I've, I'm not, I've not met him. I'm like, how did it happen? He said, she just called him one day. He said, mama, guess what? I'm like, what? I'm getting married in five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> You didn't hear that? She was getting married in five minutes. And she called mama, mama, guess what? I'm getting married. <laughs> you getting married in five minutes? Are you telling me over the phone? <laughs> mama, you like him. You like him. He's such a wonderful man. What kind of a wonderful man is <laughs> marrying you without knowing your parents? At least you need to meet her mom so that you know how she will look like in later years. <laughs> you didn't get that. <laughs> Guys, that's one of the reasons why you have to go. go to, say, Take me to your house. So when you look at her mom, say, yes, I'm safe. <laughs> but did you get the point? No honor. No honor. How can you inform your parents that you're getting married in five minutes? You know, we're not planning it. We just went to Vegas and one thing led to another. And you know, he just knelt down one and he said, I love you. And I was like, wow. And there was a chapel nearby. All we had to do was drive through. And we drove through. And we said it in 30 seconds. And now look at me. Look at, look at what? <laughs> No, and the most serious, that's what is going on in our generation. And if we don't do anything about it, it's going to increase in intensity. If we don't do something about it, your 12-year-old will start bringing boyfriend home. I say, she's sleeping in this house today. What will you do? <laughs> we got to deal with this. This is wrong. By the way, what's your 12-year-old doing with a boyfriend? What's your 14-year-old doing with a boyfriend? Some of you even acknowledge that she has a boyfriend. Boy, boy, what? The only friend in her life should be a book, book friend. I don't know if you agree with me. She has a what? A book friend. Say, I encourage her to bring, bring him, bring what home? Oh, Jesus, Jesus, how I love you. I will first of all ask, how did you enter this house? Do you know you know your way out? Because something is about to happen. <laughs> See somebody with me this morning? Something is about to happen. Your life will never remain the same. I'll buy a dog. I will buy a dog. I don't like dogs, but I'll buy a dog for that purpose. Doing around my 14 year old. Get out! 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 But they're chills, right? They're what? You know, a, a bunch of men, we are beginning to accept it. That's, that's why before their heart of high school, 90% of them have been intimate with a man. Because they just want to experiment. They don't even know what it's all about. People around them are talking about it and they just want, they want to have something to talk about too. 
and they get into what they don't know anything about. And most of them, you know, I'm a pastor. It's my job. You talk to them later, they didn't even enjoy it. They didn't even know what they were doing. They were like, oh, my friends are talking about me. And I just wanted to, 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 to belong. But you as parents, you said that, said that, draw the line. Do you, you know one of our problems? A lot of us are trying to be too friendly with our children. Before you become their friend, be their parents. I, I, I mean, it's great to be your kids' friends, but first of all, be the parent. I don't know if you agree with me. Be the parent. Let, there's a parent in this house. I am the parent. And as a parent, I have a right to your room. Somebody shout amen. Teenagers are not in the service. They are downstairs, so they'll be praying for me if I if they. But it's the truth. I have a right to your room, and because of my niceness, I will knock. But as I'm knocking, I'm entering. <laughs> now there's a building inspector that comes to inspect the facility every year. Now we don't have the right to say you can't come in. He has to make sure we're in compliance, right? Goes around the church, check the exit signs. The you know, I'm the building inspector of my house. I'm not you agree with me. Can walk into the room. Just why are you doing, Daddy? I'm just checking. <laughs> Everything is fine. Yeah, you know I love you, <laughs> but I can come anytime. Somebody shout amen. amen. I don't want to become another Eli. Ophni and Phineas got Eli into trouble. He was too understanding. Do you know priesthood was removed from their family forever? It's a day that dishonor me. I will lightly esteem. If you allow your children to dishonor God, God will hold you accountable. Because it's your job to train them. Mommy, I don't feel like coming to church. Did I ask you? <laughs> the car is running. You are expected this. I'm not your mother. Huh? When was the last time I told you I didn't feel like I, I mean, feel like paying your school fees? In as much as I won't say I don't feel like paying your school fees, I don't feel like feeding you. You don't have the right to say you don't feel like what? Following me to church. We go to church. See after me. We, this family, we go to church. Oh, mommy, we're going to church too much. Yes. They that dwell in the secret place of the Most High shall abide. Somebody shall remain. In fact, the, the generation that is giving up problem in America was the generation that were not taken to church. I don't know if you agree with me. That's the generation. So, so somebody, so yeah, whenever anybody comes to you, say, you, I don't like, you know, you people, you go to church two times a week. Say, ah, we're trying to heal America. Because the people ruining America are the people that did not go to church. They fill this nation with insanity. No sense of God. Do you know I go to nations of the world, even Muslim, once they hear you're a man of God, they back off and they're like, but here, okay. Okay. So what? You know, I go to immigration all the time. So what? They don't know the difference between Methodist and Catholic. They don't know anything. That generation is an interesting generation. And we can afford to dishonor God. I mean, I have a 
loaded notes. I was thinking I'm going to preach to you, but God told me to tell you. He said, it's time to restore honor. Someone say, restore honor. Shall we say, restore honor. Restore it. Restore it. Restore it. Exemplify it. Demand it. We need to redeem America. We need to redeem America. It's high time. Spirits start putting their foot down. This is it. This is it. Go to your room and stay in your room until I say so. This is it. Ladies and gentlemen, if you do it first time, second time, third time, they will get it. But if you let it pass, that's it. And you know, kids, they know how to try you. Once they cross this line and you let it pass, they move to the nest. And the nest. After a while, you just lose control. I surrender all. And you cast your cares on God. Demand honor. Demand honor. Don't let your don't let your child call you by your name. It's not honorable. You know, some people call their dad by their name. Hello, Jack. Is not honorable. Somebody shout amen. Amen. Hello, Jack. I'm Jack. I will jack you. This <laughs> is I'm Jack. the pastor you are too old school but it works guess what most of us that were raised that old school you know what we didn't drop out of school come on talk to me guess what we don't have baby mamas all over the place even when we were unsaved the boldness to sin especially when it comes to Fornication, yeah, I mentioned it. Fornication, somebody shall remain, was not there. The flesh was alive. But when you remember your mama, oh, mama, hey, 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 my God. <laughs> Whenever you are doing whatever you are doing, you remember. <laughs> Even some of us were. Train like you don't touch a woman. If you touch her, she get pregnant. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I don't know if you once believed it. Girls, you believe that if a guy touches too much, you say, Ah no, don't get me pregnant. <laughs> but it helps. It helps. When nobody's around, you remember all those lessons. I remember those days my mom used to bug me and it was no fun. I mean, especially when I was going to college, I was 17 when I entered college. And you know, that morning, there is a talk. And at the end of the talk, he said, Remember the son of whom you are. And you're like, Anytime things are happening on campus, all over the place, people are running around, you just hear that voice. <laughs> And you know where it came from? It came from God. 
He said, remember the Lord, your God. <coughs> so you remember. <laughs> Are you not going again? <laughs> I'm not going <laughs> Your friends just noticed you changed your mind. They're like, why did you change your mind? It's a long story. <laughs> that voice came loud to your ears. Remember. And, like, and you remembered. And all the plants. You know, yeah, we're going to hit town this evening. Yeah. Like, uh, I'm not feeling too good. <laughs> you are still a sinner, but the sinner you <laughs> remember the city, the child of who is on a more serious note. We need real parents, not fake parents, not parents that are trying to be friends, overly friendly parents. Now, I'm not talking about abusing your children, I'm talking about loving them. When you need to discipline them, discipline them, but immediately you discipline them, forget about their iniquity, just like your father God. Say, Your sins and iniquities will I remember no more. Not all those, you know, you last year you did it, two and a half years ago you did it, you know, seven months ago you did it, and they say, The book of sin. No, that's dangerous. It destroys relationship. I'm talking about when your child needs to be disciplined. Discipline. And after the discipline, pull him. Hug him. You know, I love you. You know, you know but you can't do that. Even while you are loving, you are remembering. <laughs> it's not allowed. You know, that's what we do. We live for God. It's not acceptable. You know, buddy, God bless you. But always remember, it's not acceptable. You love. But you still protect honor. You know, it's fun to walk into a, into a house full of honor. Everything in order. How many of you know I'm talking about? Everybody comes around, comes to greet you. Hello, how you doing, sir? Yeah, and, and everybody goes back and do their thing. No kids just, ah! And they're like, what's going on here? Is this Libya or what? <laughs> Commotion. One child is sitting on another child. I'll kill you today. <laughs> if I thought they're going to do that, not in your presence. <laughs> and you just sit in one corner and say, okay, leave them, leave them. They're kids. Let them be kids. No, not like that. Those are not kids. Those are vagabonds. They should be trained. Someone they shout hallelujah. Are you enjoying me tonight? I mean, this, of course, tonight, you know, I mean, different zone in India, zone in India is tonight. Let me talk about four levels of authority and I'll close. There are four levels of authority that you should understand for you to walk in honor. I will continue this series. Are you enjoying this series? Come back on Wednesday. You need, you need, we need to save your life. So that we can save your home and we can save your community. So that there will be less drugs and less guns in your community. When your kids understand honor, things will get better. There will be less baby mamas in the society. And we need less baby mamas. All these kids running around out of wedlock. It's not helping the community and the church. And you know, the baby mama will get saved by force. Of course, he needs God. She needs God. And now a church is full of women with kids. No, and where are the guys? Locked up. No honor. Can we be real? We've got to deal with it. There are four authorities that you must understand for you to, 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 to really, you know, walk in honor as God expects. There are four authorities. Number one, civil authority. What, what do I mean by civil authority? 
the government, the government officials, lesser gentlemen, it's not right to attack Obama. You might not like him. God placed him there. Give me Romans chapter 13 verse 2. Talking against authority is anti-God. It's not godly. Hey, hey, oh, this Obama, yeah, yeah, yeah. Obama is useless. Obama is this. It's rubbish. Romans chapter 13 says we should pray for people in authority. First Timothy chapter 2 says we should pray for people in authority. Go to White House for one day. And you will know how easy it is. Let's start from verse 1. Romans chapter 13 from verse 1. He said, let every soul. Somebody say every soul. He said, let every soul be subject to the governing authorities. For there is no authority except from God, including Gaddafi. And the authorities that exist are appointed by God. Yes. Even Pharaoh, God says, for this purpose, have I raised Pharaoh? <laughs> even evil authority. You know, I, it, there was something I taught on Wednesday. Do you know, even when it was so obvious that God had rejected Saul, David was not going to touch him. He said, now, if God wants to visit him in judgment, let it be God. He said, you know, he caught the corner of his robe and guilt filled his heart. He said, I, I can't touch the Lord's anointed. The person that brought the report that, that Saul had died and was rejoicing, do you know what he did? He was like, no, you don't treat authority. He wrote a song for, for the man that kept him on exile for 14 years. This boy was 16 years when he was chased out of Israel. He had to stay for 14 years. He was 30 years when he returned back. And yet, he wrote a song for the man that kept him in exile. No wonder the Bible called him a man after God's heart. If you are so quick to attack authority, you need help. Civil authority are ordained and appointed by God. If God wants to bring judgment upon them, let it, let it be God. But don't be the prophet that will prophesy it. You be the one that will pray for them. Civil authority. Government officials. Your holder man, your pray for them. And that's why, you know, we don't just pray for them in every service out of religion is because we are mandated by the word of God. And you should pray for them in your own personal devotion. Somebody shall remain. It, you know, it helps the flow of reward into your life. He said that we may live a peaceable life. So your peace is connected to your honor where your authority is concerned. And one of the ways to exercise, to demonstrate that honor is by praying for them. Are you in agreement with me? Now let's move to the next one. Social authority. What do I mean by social authority? Your employer, your professor, your coach, your boss, you know, is an authority recognized by God. Is an authority recognized by God. And God expects you to have an appropriate relationship with them. Don't stop talking against your boss. If you want to become a boss, stop talking against your boss. If you want the prayer to work, now cooperate with the prayer. Be nice to your boss. Even you might have the meanest boss in the whole world. God still expects you to act appropriately. The Bible says don't act with eye service. Not as men pleasers. Go and read Ephesians chapter 3. It's all over there. Ephesians chapter 6 verse uh, Ephesians chapter 6 verse 5. Give me Ephesians chapter 6 verse 5. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 5. Media, media. He said, bond servants, that means employees. He said, be obedient to those who are your masters according to the flesh. So he's not talking about spiritual masters. He's talking about the flesh, your workplace. He said, be obedient. Someone said, be obedient. Your boss asks you to do something. He said, you know what? This is the way I want to do it. 
and you're wondering you're not being promoted. You are out of order. He said, be obedient to those who are your masters according to the flesh. He said, can you see, with fear, that fear is talking about reverence. Reverence. Don't talk to them anyhow. God recognized that authority. He said, with fear and trembling, in sincerity of heart, as unto Christ. That's deep. They are your bosses in the flesh, but God says, treat them with reverence as unto Christ. Is that clear? Then the third level of authority family this is powerful Ephesians chapter 6 verse 2 to 3 let's look at it family God recognizes in fact that's the first commandment with a promise honor your father and your mother which is the can you see the first commandment with promise that it may be well somebody say well ladies and gentlemen if you don't allow your children to honor you you are causing them so it's a demonstration of love to demand honor from your children if you really want to bless your children insist honor say no 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 i'm not like that you know i'm not a cake i'm not old-fashioned you know it's okay they can't hurt anyhow you don't love them if you love them demand honor demand honor and i said something in the first service there are two things that go alongside with honor Service and what? Giving. Someone says service and giving. Let your children serve you. Hello, somebody. I don't care if you have all the money of this world. Make sure they have things they are doing at home. Let them serve you. And as you grow up, give to your parents. Somebody says, oh, my parents are very, very rich. They're extremely comfortable. They don't need my money. You need that money sewn into their lives. Say that it may be well. Somebody say well. well. Somebody shout and say well. Somebody say well. Do you know I have an account from which I, I release this money for my parents? Do you know what I realized? That account can never, can never be dry. People send money to that account from all over the world. And I don't do it once in a while when I'm moved. I'm doing it every month. And money moves there. It has to move there. You know, you know, my, my, my parents, you know, they, they, they're becoming a burden right now. You know, I'm just going to find a nice nursing home. You know, I still see them. Thanksgiving. Easter. Which of them want? Mother's Day. Three times a year. Do you know there are people that live in the same apartment complex with their mom and they don't see their mom for a whole month? You know, I'm busy. Jesus, what a seed. I used, you know, you are not stupid, but that's very stupid in terms of what you're doing. Honor, 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 honor. That it may be well. But it's not convenient. It does not have to be convenient. It's a commandment. It's a commandment with a promise. Treat it as a word from the Lord. It might sound like old school, but this is the truth. Honor. The Bible does not say honor nice parents. <laughs> because some of you, your problem is, you know, you know when, when I was growing up, 
I don't know what I went through. Get over what you, what you went through so that you will not go through for that. <laughs> or your script, you have a transgender. Oh no, your parents that are nice. Honor your parents that are wonderful. Some of us have great mothers. But some of us, you, I mean, growing up, you, there were times you looked at your mother and said, one of those days you will introduce me to my real mother. You can, you know, but still, I don't care where your parents came from or how they acted when you were growing up. God says honor. Don't you know what say honor? honor? And one of the reasons why people die anyhow is because they don't honor. That it may be well with you, that you may live long. Someone said, live long. long. Some people live well, but they don't live long. Some people live well, but they don't. I mean, some people live, they live long, but they don't live well. Neither of them is good. Oh no. Oh no. Still talking about family. What about your husband? How do you treat your husband? He says, submit. Somebody shall submit. So, yeah. Yes. Now, of course, he will love you, but he says you submit. That's what God's word says. Submit. Now, I know he's supposed to love you as Christ loved the church, but you submit. The question is, do you have that submission position? Preceding message was brought to you by Kingsword Ministries International. For information on Kingsword Ministries, please write P.O. Box 59239, Chicago, Illinois 60659. Visit us at kingsword.org for information and additional resources. Thank you for listening to this message. And remember, where the word of a king is, there's power.